Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan, Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we continue to lift up those who opened the link to listen to this podcast. We'll lift up my friend Deborah Hoskins in the loss of her nine-day-old granddaughter. We pray the blood of Jesus over junctional epidemolysis bullosa, or JED, which took the life of young Daisy Hoskins. We pray for the Gulf Coast, which is already saturated. We ask all these things in the name of the head of the corner, Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's podcast is dedicated to Daisy Hoskins. JED is a rare disease, about 100 cases a year, and it causes painful blisters throughout the body internally and externally. My friends, in the Genesis story, God says in Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Folks, within these three verses are the reasons for our existence as well as the reason for our failure. I want to look at what God intended, how man failed, and who fixed it. God created man in the image of the Trinity, meaning we possess some, not all, but some of their attributes, including love, eternal, and righteousness. We have the capability to mirror some of God's attributes, but we often fail to show love, and we choose not to be eternal by rejecting Jesus, who came to give us his righteousness. In his image also means that we are a representative of God. We are ambassadors for his kingdom. As his ambassadors, we have been given dominion over the earth, and we are to subdue it as God sees fit, not us. God's word has the plan that he wants for the earth. Our failure is not using the owner's manual for earth, the Bible. We believe that we're smarter than God, and we constantly suffer the consequences of our rebellion. My friends, Notice that God specifically tells us to have dominion over the fish, the birds, and the cattle. If managed properly, you can have all the filet of fish chicken nuggets, and Big Macs until Jesus comes back. A few years ago, man had overfished the abundant waters off the coast of Canada. The Canadian government halted all fishing of cod, which led to the collapse of local economies. Now, I'm not an environmentalist, and I need to do better, but I applaud the Canadian government for ensuring that my grandchildren will be able to eat codfish. This is an example of dominion. To allow the cod to be fished until they are extinct is mismanagement of God's resources. My brothers and sisters, also within Genesis 1:26, is the command to have dominion over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. That means we have been given the authority to subdue the enemy of God, Satan. Instead of crushing him, 
Our failure is that we believe the lies that he is spewing out. Things like, he is more powerful than God. No, he isn't. He is a created being in rebellion. Those who follow Satan are also in rebellion. Our failure to repress Satan stems from Adam's failure. Instead of taking authority in the garden, he gave up control. To a snake. Yes, that's right. We gave up preeminence to a talking serpent. In fact, there are some people who pledge their soul to the father of lies. This collapse of man leads to the curse. Before we discuss the curse, we read where God created male and female. Our purpose is to be fruitful and multiply. In 1800, women in the U.S. had seven children. That number has dropped to 1.7 children in 2018. The larger the family, the faster the earth would be subdued. The smaller the family, the slower the earth would be domesticated. And that is Satan's plan. If Satan influences people with the glamour and glitz of a career and gets them to bypass the family, there will be less emissaries for God, less royal priests and priestesses, less princes and princesses. My faithful friends of Christ, make no mistake about it. The family is under attack, both blatantly and subtly. Blatantly, in the number of incarcerations, the U.S. leads the world in the number of incarcerations, while Israel has the lowest number. And here's a subtle attack. Television has become more sexualized. It exposes younger audiences to Hollywood's definition of the world. We have failed to protect our children from alternative TV lifestyles where same-sex couples cannot multiply the way God intended. Adoption within a same-sex household is not multiplication. It is subtraction, then addition. You take an individual from a household so that you can add that person to your house. God bless male and female, telling them to be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth. With the current population of over 7.8 billion people, we have certainly been fruitful and have multiplied from the first man and first woman. But how many of those billions are even remotely interested in serving as God's ambassadors? My Christian companions, when you live in a country where you're looking for a meal every day, when you live in a country that has been war-torn, when you live in a country with hyperinflation, when you live in a country where sickness and disease lowers your life expectancy, all of this is attributed to the curse. Genesis 3 and 14 says, God cursed the serpent first, relegating it to crawl on its belly, indicating that it was not always on its belly. Its curse also included eating dust, which is a sign of total defeat. Isaiah 65, 25 says, Dust shall be the serpent's meat. Next, God places a curse on Eve by multiplying her sorrow. This curse includes the pain of childbirth, the pain of raising children, and the pain of the natural desire for her husband. Some women have decided to forego some of the agony by choosing to remain single and not become mothers. Before the curse, Eve willingly submitted to Adam as head of the family. After the curse, Eve would find it difficult to submit and would attempt to control her husband and rebel at every decision. The bliss that Adam and Eve experienced pre-curse has now become a power struggle in the home. Domination becomes the watchword. Who will dominate who? And so divine order has been turned into chaos. 
the curse for Adam was that now he would have to work hard to produce the grain for bread. Precurse, Adam worked, but the garden produced everything he and Eve needed. He was the caretaker. Now God cursed the earth itself, and it would produce thorns and thistles along with the good fruit. The final curse was that Adam and all mankind would die and return to the dust. Death would end man's suffering here on earth, and because of Adam, sin entered the entire human race. But thank God for Jesus. He came to take away the curse, to become the curse for us, and to redeem us from the curse, all in one event, the cross. See Galatians 3 and 13. Jesus also took on the pain and suffering of men and women. See Hebrews 2 and 10. Jesus endured the conflict brought about by sin to secure our salvation. That's Hebrews 12 and 3. Thorns came with sin after the curse. Jesus had a crown of thorns placed on his head. See John 19 and 2. The curse brought sweat, and Jesus sweat great drops of blood as he prayed for our salvation. See Luke 22 and 44. Sin brought death, and Jesus tasted death for every man. That's Hebrews 2 and 9. Those who choose to make Jesus as Lord over their lives will not experience the final curse reserved for those who reject him. Jesus has paid the price of the curse with his blood. My friends, Jesus came to finish the job that Adam was tasked to do. Believers are to be ministers of the kingdom of God. Will you be one of God's representatives? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for sending Jesus to pay the price of the curse of sin. We pray for those who will accept the gift that you have given to free man from that curse. We ask these things in the name of the good teacher, Jesus Christ. Amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to us, go to greatministries.org, click on the donate button. We'd love to hear from you. Write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.